Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again. Here we are, episode 32 of season two, Love Island USA. And we're almost at the final, Chris. And we might start today. I'll be honest with you, Dave. I, I, I'm feeling a bit of Moira and Calvin. I'm, I'm starting to slightly believe that there's something there, my friend. Maybe it's the wonderful freckles that he's got, but freckles is winning me over, Dave. You know what? Oh, fuck. You, you've done me again. So, <laughs> so I was going to come on and say pretty much the same thing, that, you know, they did look a bit sweet. We had the whole sleeping under the stars thing, uh, you know, a little bit for the cameras, let's face it. But uh, I did think that was pretty sweet. And I think if we didn't know this couple from before, you know, we took them just purely from, say, this last week, I think we'd be all in, Chris. It's only because we've seen their journey through the villa. That's that's why I'm just not fully bought in. But definitely, for the last few days in particular, I think that I don't think they've done anything wrong, to be honest. And and I, I do think they're they are looking like a good couple, to be fair. They are, Dave. And, and flipping that slightly the other way, it's not going away, is it, Selly and Johnny, Dave? They're both trying to forget Cassara more, but poor Selly, she is doing her damnedest to get over it. She's trying to be an adult about it, trying to forget it, Dave. But I think she knows in her heart of hearts when she gets out of that fucking villa, she's going to be like, oh, no, I was right. All, all her... Uh, intuition, Dave. We know it's right. Johnny has done nothing wrong since then, to be fair. We all make mistakes. I'm sure, you know, it's a hell of a mistake he's made, but I'm sure that they can reconcile it. But she's got a lot of growing to do. And I don't necessarily think it's her fault, Dave, which it isn't. But uh, yeah, and I think Justine, for me, star again, Dave, because she just said, as a friend, what she thought, said he doesn't really attend to your needs like, you know, you do to his, blah, blah, blah. And she defended mm. him, didn't she, Sally? And I'm like, Sally, I think she's right, to be fair. Yeah, so I, I don't think Sally has got an intuition for these things. I I think she's she's moved on. Johnny clearly hasn't. But Justine is definitely picking up on something. And I think uh, when we get into the baby challenge, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about it then, I'm sure. But I don't know whether it just is a... Uh, Let's let me say this as a middle-aged man, Chris, which we'll come on to later. <laughs> oh fuck off, Dave! <laughs> so, so, I think you know Johnny is twenty-two. I have to keep reminding myself of that, even though he looks like he's thirty odd. Um, but he's just—it's all about him. Everything is about him. And if you look back at even when he was being all apologetic and everything. You know, and it, it's all about him. It's everything I've done. He's in control of everything. And then, you know, when Sally said to him back then, he's like, oh, I'm exhausted. It's like, oh, well, I'm exhausted too. I think that's what Justine is picking up on. It's all about him. And after that whole grilling that he had, you know, with the with the parents and that, and, and this, this thing at Casa Amor, it just won't go away. It's still all about him. And Selly's almost like his crutch. And I, I just, I think it is off. I think Selly is trying to convince herself that everything's fine. 
But I do think Justine's on something there. I do. I think she's a good friend, Dave, as well. And she pulled her the next day, didn't she? Saying, oh, you know, I hope you don't mind or think that I'm thinking. I think, honestly, Dave, for me, Justine and Caleb, they can't do anything wrong. I just think they're no. two really good people. Just really, they've been brought up the right way. They're dead respectful to people. She's been a true friend. Uh, and again, the the, the, the the warning signs are there for Sally Dave. And I don't know why I always take the mic going, they are going to be, and you said the same. I love that about the airport. That's like the, the epitome of this show. They'll be gone by the time they hit the airport sort of thing. I think you're right. I just don't see it. I, I'm not because I want to try and we sell it. I just think Johnny is worried about his public perception at the moment, not necessarily the situation with him and Sally. Well, we, we had the thing yesterday where his dad threw him under the bus, didn't he? Uh, you know, he said... Well, in fact, yeah. So his dad said he's a bit of a ladies' man. He'd have probably done the same. He also said, you know, you didn't stick to your own game plan. You know, cheers, dad. <laughs> Threw me under two buses. But um, also, Chris, let's let's get on to the baby challenge. And there is a bit of a segue here. So when Johnny and Sally had the baby, he's doing his best to play up to the cameras how he's going to be the good dad and everything. But when he's talking to the baby, he's like, yeah, I'm a bit of a ladies' man, going to teach you all my moves and everything. <laughs> it was just a bit, I think, you know, he's sort of doing it half tongue-in-cheek, but I think it's a little bit too on the nose. And I just, I can't help it, Chris. Johnny is fucking fake, as far as I'm concerned. It's all for the cameras. He's gone in there with his game plan. He's done pretty well. He's he's going to be in the final two, as far as I'm concerned. But I, I can't see a, a winner other than Justine and Caleb. But he'll have got there, and in his head, I think he's in with a good shout. I just, I just don't buy him and Sally anymore. Not at all. And especially the last two days have just convinced me of that. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, it was quite funny watching because, you know, he, 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 it did make me laugh, though, where the, the poor baby's crying, Sally's, like, doing a nut, and then he, she brings the baby in and he just puts it in his arms and he's Stops like... Stops crying straight there away. You go. Daddy's got, yeah, you know. But, but yeah, I, I think with them, it'd be a, I think it'd be a travesty now that they win, Dave. Just as, as a couple, not for individually. Sally, you know, she should be in the top three, but Johnny, definitely not. He's, he's absolutely pissed himself up the wall, basically. And I think what I've said and what you said are right. He's just purely in there for that image perception at the end of this now. And, and he's sort of licking his wounds, trying to sort of make up for his mistakes. Like I say, he totally loved her. So it'd be an absolute bar steward if he if he is being uh, lying there, Dave, because that'd be terrible. Because I think Sally is all in. She's dreaming of the life outside the villa. I don't think Johnny's dreaming about anything other than when he gets out of fucking Las Vegas. That's all he's bothered about. He's not bothered about that that afterwards. I, I gave him six months, and that, um, maybe cut short if Sally watches the Casa Amor footage and takes exception <laughs> to it. But yeah. I, I don't I don't give him more than that. I think I think Johnny's probably got some feelings for Sally, but he's definitely a man with a plan. Yes. And Dave, I will say, so we get Freckles and Moira go for the old let's look under the stars and that little plan, Dave. Really nice, really sweet. You know, I've got to give him credit there, Calvin again, Dave. I'm gushing over him today, but he genuinely kissing her on the neck, can't fall asleep. Let's go outside. They did all the business. And then it was all ruined by the baby game, Dave. My <laughs> least favorite baby, at least favorite game 
in the actual show. He's completely uh, done us, well, they've completely done us on Love Island. I, I think taking a step back and thinking about how harsh it was yesterday, it is an experiment. It's all done for, you know, like you said, give him a bit of responsibility in that. But there's one thing, Dave, that come out of all of this from today's episode is Carrington has never lifted a baby in his life, Dave, because it was like it was a fucking hot potato and he was, and you can see the disdain towards the doll when Laurel's there going, oh, we've got this great baby and she's got this. And, and he's like, holy fuck, what am I doing? This is not a bit of me. So I don't think we're going to see Carrington having any children, Dave, until he's in his mid-30s or whatever. <laughs> I was thinking, you said a hot potato. I, I was actually thinking it was a bomb. Or something when he when he was first hand, handling it to her. Do you remember Batman Day '66? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, actually, that's quite similar. That isn't it? You know, with the uh, with the bit of the assault cause thing. But I think it, it did tell us a little bit. And I was thinking about this as well. I don't really hate the baby game as much as you do. But, you know, when we get to this final week, it does. You know, it, it starts to feel a little bit laboured bit formulaic you know in the middle they're kind of messing around with the different people getting voted out the recouplings having those dramas you know it's different so even though you know the the themes are kind of the same because the people it's it's all a bit different and the way they react whereas the baby game you you know exactly what you're gonna get so I i think probably you and i having time to go away and digest it after our conversation i i think we probably are a bit closer on that one what i think it said as well is you know Selly has got no maternal instinct whatsoever <laughs> and also shouldn't have babies for probably quite some time but um i i don't know and like you say with with carrington they the boys had the obstacle course race i think we saw that was that season one usa when we saw that last something like that yeah we've definitely yeah. seen it before haven't we and and again that makes it feel just a, not nostalgic in any way just labored and i've seen all this before but carrington couldn't figure out why you know he snapped the baby's leg off but he couldn't figure out why he failed the baby game <laughs> i think again like you said I, i've given him some stick for uh acting like he's on a lad's holiday at uh abitha or something but i think son that's your right place in life right now <laughs> don't be having babies just yet <laughs> I must admit, though, Dave, it was quite refreshing. I will say, in this climate of basically you're not allowed to do anything, everybody's offended by different things. I think if that had been in the UK, they probably wouldn't have even done that game because they would have said, oh, no, it's just completely, you know, it's a health and safety risk, you know, running around the villa. They've got pretend babies there. It was quite refreshing to see them just take it for what it is, a game, the playing a game within a game show. And it was it was just a bit of stupid fun, especially as the girls had gone on a fucking jolly up drinking Prosecco and strawberries, Dave, on the, uh, <laughs> I think, so they had the Cromwell. I don't think, they, I'm not sure where they were, whether the Pink Flamingo or the Link, but they were pretty close to the Cromwell. Anyway, it's got to be one of them two. But um, yeah, I mean, the girls, and, and that, that was what they did in the UK one, though, didn't they? They did the same thing where the guys were left with the the, the babies yeah. and then the girls were on a jolly up. So, uh, yeah, I suppose, I suppose it's one of them, though, Dave. That first time you're left with your your child, it is one of them like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. Yeah, a couple of shitty nappies later and you're like, I just genuinely can do it, but I don't want to do it. But, you know, I think it served more of a purpose this time than what I've seen the last few times. I still don't yeah. like it. I still think it's a fucking joke of a game. But 
there was that sort of chat about responsibility, which I, I suppose is what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, and and the girls were saying, weren't they? The, I think Justine was saying her loins were stirring a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I think all the girls were agreeing, you know, having the seeing the uh, seeing the lads with a with a baby, it's sort of sort of stirring something there. Did I tell you I dropped the kids off at school today? You know, uh, Chris. You know, life's a single dad. Um, <laughs> packed them off with their packed lunches. Uh, just thought I'd drop that in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've not got a fucking stirring game. If that's what you're hoping, maybe someone else. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't like that mean. at all. It was like, what do you mean you forgot your mask? I, I put it right there next to you, packed lunch. Oh, God, we're going to have to go back. Yeah, that's more like my morning. So, um... <laughs> Real life, they were like that, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so after the, the whole spa day thing, and I, I couldn't quite work out. I mean, not that it matters, but apparently Bennett won the whole obstacle course and Johnny seemed a bit pissed off because he was like, he came in four minutes later, but apparently won. I, I didn't really, not that it matters at all. I, I couldn't quite figure out what went there. Just that Carrington couldn't have possibly won because he <laughs> snapped the baby's leg off. But then we get uh, we get the twist, Chris. And, you know, we get the, the couple. We get, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ariel coming yeah, in. And, call. you know, we're going to have a couple dumped. And it's not going to go to the public boat. It's going to be decided by the couples. So what, what did you make to, you know, how they... they how the voting went there. It went the right way, Dave. I think, you know, the prediction that I'd made, and you, you, I'm, I'm pretty much, you're going to be on the same page from what we both said. It had to be Bennett and Lakeland, didn't it, Dave? It did. The next ones out the door have got to be either Carrington and Laurel, and, and then, then it'll probably be Moira and Freckles, you know, they'll be the ones in that order. I, I just think if it had been anyone else, it had been a bloody absolute travesty. And Bennett didn't seem very happy that he was getting picked, but it's like, but you're not really in a relationship. You, you've you winged your way in on this last week. You've had a bit of a jolly up. You've had a nice trip in Vegas. You know, see you later. That's it. That's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's genuinely cemented couples in there that have been there since the start, like six weeks later, and they're still together, pretty much all of them, aren't they? Well, Johnny and Sally are. So I think it's just one of them. They had to go for me. That was the perfect way to do it. And it's the fact that everybody didn't mince the words because usually you get that, like when you watch The X Factor or Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent and one of the judges is like, I just can't do it. I just can't vote for them. Oh no, <laughs> take, it to the, take it to the public. It's like, no, you're voting. Vote the fuckers off. And, and I, I agree. I think that was perfect, to be honest, Dave. It's the right decision. Yeah, I, I I was a bit surprised how close it was, and you know when it came down to the final vote, I thought they were going to drop uh, drop it on a cliffhanger there, and I was thinking to myself, right, when you and I come on the recording, I'm going to tell you, if fucking Bennett and Lakin don't go, I am going to get that shit tattoo uh, that shit fucking logo that you had commissioned <laughs> tattooed <laughs> on my ass, right? <laughs> That's a tremendous logo, David. That is a fucking disgrace, if you don't mind. I'm still, still laughing. I'm going to have to dig that one out as well. I thought that um, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, dear. Fiverr. Um, anyway, so uh, I was thinking there is no way they can make this so close. So, I mean, Moyer and Calvin, they chose Bennett and Lakin very predictable. Bennett and Lakin have to choose someone else, so they chose Carrington and Laurel. Then Carrington and Laurel chose Bennett and Lakin, so you got Bennett and Lakin with two votes, uh, Carrington and Laurel 
with one boat. So again, it's going exactly the way that I think it's going to go. But then what did surprise me, Chris, was Johnny and Sally voted for Carrington and Laurel. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ooh, crikey. You know, especially with Carrington being one of the OGs, I thought, oh, crikey, that's potentially going to stir some conversation tomorrow because I was not expecting that. And, you know, I, I couldn't work out. Have they done that? Have the producers poked them, you know, like, let's make it a bit dramatic. Um, because, again, I, I don't see why you wouldn't vote for Bennett and Lakin. And, um, yeah, clearly Johnny and Sally have just got no loyalty. And I, I do wonder, you know, maybe a bit of tactical voting, Chris? Yes, I was going to say that, Dave. I totally agree with you. Totally. I don't know why, because I don't think they're a threat to them two. But, yes, I was surprised by that. Yeah, but, again, you know, if you're if you're in that bubble... I guess you could see them as a bit of a uh, a bit of a threat. Like, say, you've got one of the OGs there. They've come through a little bit of a bump as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it was definitely odd. I was expecting Johnny and Sally to vote for um, Bennett and, and Lakin as well. Uh-huh. But then Justine and Caleb, you know, they again they they Caleb said something there. He said they narrowed the debate down to two couples. So again, you know, you've got to think that tomorrow Caleb's going to get pressed on, well, all right, who was the other couple then? And it's going to come out that it was probably Carrington and Laurel. I was going to say, is it Johnny and Sally, Dave? It, it could be, could be. But I think, you know, in the words that they choose in these kind of things, I, I think it you don't get the immediate payoff, but you sometimes get in the next episode, don't you? So I, I think as as much as, you know, we called it, Yesterday, I think, didn't we? That uh, Ben and Lakin would be the next ones to go. But it is interesting how this lays up tomorrow's episode now. It does, Dave. Now, David, we have got the social media corner. So we've got emails. We've got a few tweets you want to read out. And I'm teeing this up, but Mr. Dave Horrocks has an email that he thinks is probably the best email we've ever received. So, Dave, where do you want to go first? Well, should I go with this one? Because I, I've sent it off to the printers. Um, I shall be getting it laminated <laughs> and stuck up in my front room uh, very shortly. So as you've said in the past, Chris, I think this is possibly the best email that we've had this season to date. <laughs> Although I love all of our other emails, of course. I, 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 I've said before, I've, I bloody love this you know, uh, ongoing interaction that we have when we can follow along with the show live. Now, this is from Cathy, and it says... Over and over and over. That's the subject there. And it says, Chris, does Chris ever stop banging on about his wife, his marriage, and his big nose? Not interested. Talk about the people on the show. Thank God for Dave, or I would have turned off ages ago. I've not fucking mentioned a one today, actually, Kathy, if you don't mind. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it was from Kathy, should I? I, said, I should have said that was from uh, Dave Steve Borrocks. <laughs> oh, Dave, when I, moved, when I read that, I was like, she's got a point, you know? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Do you want to do this on your own, Dave, or what? I mean, Kathy obviously doesn't, doesn't like what I'm selling, so... You know what? I think, I think I don't know what it is, but I kind of like the pelters that we get more than the cushion. Thanks. Well, you've not had any, Dave. I get all of them. 
I guess what I'd say to that is, uh, so, you know, opening the curtain a, a little bit, I mean, we do intentionally kind of personalize these recaps, don't we? We didn't want to just make a, a pure recap, whether we're covering Love Island or, or any of the others. So we do <laughs> intentionally talk about ourselves. Like, I mean, probably probably not going to be a podcast for Kathy but like on the VHS we talk a lot don't we we have a whole section where we're just talking mm-hmm. about what the particular movie that we're covering what it meant to us where we were at that time in our lives and what was going on and stuff so it is a deliberate move but yeah not not for everyone um but you know Kathy in Chris's defense it is a fucking big nose <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, don't go listen to the American Pie one, Kathy, for God's sake. Be, you know, you'll definitely be sending us an email. Um, you know, one one that we do I have to nothing. cover is Life of Brian, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. there's a whole section at the beginning. That's where say. it comes from, David, my family. <laughs> hey, big nose. You know, that's where it all comes from. I'll anyway, have you. I'll have you. Yeah, I've said it now. But no, hey, I have no argument with that. I just think it's hilarious. But Kathy, <laughs> I'm sorry I do that, but I'm not going to change it. Just, we, we try and be human and be ourselves. And yeah, I just think it's great. And you've not stopped fucking laughing since you've read the Dave. Anyway, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's from our good friend Karen. It's entitled Johnny. Now, we need to bear in mind, uh, Karen's a couple of episodes behind us, inches. But hi, guys. Forgot the format of the show, but thank God Mackenzie has gone. Aaron, too. Didn't see the attraction that everyone else sees. Saving Carrington and Laurel was best move. New guys in, and Johnny has seen his arse. Benny taking Sally on a date was brave, and the ribbing the guys gave Johnny was funny. I love Caleb. Gives great advice to all in the villa. I think Caleb and Justin will go to the end and maybe win. Poor Freckles looks like he's losing out again as Moira's head has turned. Can't wait for tonight's episode. Think now that some of the psycho ones have gone. It's a really nice bunch of people. That's from Karen Dave. So that's not a bad one. And then we've had a good one from Andy as well, our good friend Andy in Seattle. And it says, playing the game. Johnny says he wants to raise his boy to be a ladies' man. Then he bragged how he was also a ladies' man, what you said, Dave. Yeah. But isn't that worldview exactly what got him into trouble in Casa Amor? No wonder Sally continues to have doubts whether she admits them to herself or not. That said, the baby challenge is stupid. When Love Island first did it, the challenge forced couples to imagine life together as a young parent, as young parents. Now it's become part of the Love Island game formula. Anybody who has seen the show before expects it, taking away its power. Even the boys running. A baby obstacle course is now something they always do. It used to feel like devious producers created games to expose weaknesses in specific couples' relationships. Now it feels like executives force the producers to repeat games because they think the fans like them. They're not fun anymore. They're predictable, boring, uninspired. They need to throw away every game they've used before and start afresh. Is that a scary idea? It should be. That's the only way they can become unpredictable and fun again. Maybe they can hire a couple... Oh, this is a good one, Dave. Maybe they can hire a couple of middle-aged podcast hosts to come in halfway <laughs> through and diagnose every relationship. That would shake things up, don't you think? Just spitballing ideas. And he's put <laughs> the end note. If you want the short on this letter, you can just start with the baby challenge is stupid and go from there. So <laughs> thanks, Andy. Oh, and also it says here, uh, PPS, Chris is the best and fuck Dave. I only tune in for Chris. Oh, thanks, Andy. That's really good here. And I love his nose jokes. But anyway. (laughs) I really like Andy, Dave. But anyway. (laughs) I'm looking at the email. I can't actually see that bit. uh, I don't think anybody can. (laughs) 
So, uh, so we we have had one another vote in for us doing the Bachelorette, Chris, on uh, yeah. Instagram from Bird Aileen, and um, so we've got uh, a message as well from Lauren. And she says, please do a podcast roasting the cast based on your first wild assumptions from the reveal. And that's from The Bachelorette. So we're going to meet all the guys um, who are going to take part in The Bachelorette. So uh, call for us to do a bit of a roasting of them. <laughs> so, I don't know what to say to that. Mind you, that's kind of what I said yesterday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> move on, Dave. Move on. And we also had one from Andrea as well. It says, hello, Chris and Dave. Dave is great. No, no, doesn't say that. Uh, it says, Love Island USA is my guilty pleasure. And I discovered you two and listened to your delightful delight, delightful analysis every day. I agree with the person who said you should do The Bachelorette next. There you go, Chris. Another one for The Bachelorette. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. There's a pandemic going on. The world requires your service. So there you go, Chris. I think it's resounding, isn't it? Um, yeah. What I will say is we just had one from Leah as well. And it says, what you could also watch and discuss on a podcast is a show called The Challenge. They're currently filming, and so I don't know when the next season will air, but there is a good mix of reality styles on there, some from the UK as well. It's a really good show. So there we go, Chris. There's another one in for The Challenge, and, and you know, depending on when it starts, Bachelorette might have finished there. So, yeah, yeah. brilliant, brilliant interaction again, Chris. And uh, oh, like I say, uh, uh, email of the week. Oh, oh no, Cafe. email of the season. No, email of the fucking podcast, Dave, ever. Yeah. Kathy, <laughs> you have done me there. I, I Dave is so happy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. Well, Chris... Somebody send one in about Dave, please, for the love of God. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Oh no, no. So um so, Chris, we're, we're going to be into the final. We'll probably see the dates next, won't we? So we'll yeah. probably see a couple of dates tomorrow and then a couple more in the final on, on and the speeches on Wednesday. So, uh, so yeah, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. I haven't seen anything to change my mind. I think, um, you know, Caleb and Justine will come in first. Johnny and Selly probably second. Carrington and Laurel Third, although, you know, I might be changing my mind on Calvin and Moira. I think they might pop in third. Um, but that's, uh, at the moment, I'm going to stick to my guns until I've seen tomorrow's episode. Good stuff, Dave. Good stuff. So, as always, if you want to follow us, guys, on social media, at cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to email us anything, as you can tell, there's no old bar with me and Dave. We're completely transparent. cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And honestly, you guys give us so much fun. I know... Uh, most of you enjoy what we do and have a laugh along with us and don't take it too seriously but everything you send over we love don't we Dave and you are going to buzz off that forever and probably just keep sending me on WhatsApp Dave so uh, great episode and I'll see you tomorrow bye now